0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next
0: life. It is a
1: hard Nick's life. A hard Nick's life. Oh, it's a hard Nick's life.
2: A, there's a number of players waiting to be part of the post-game interview. Let's, let's go to Rebecca man right now. This is not an
1: all-star, it's a problem. This is all-star, right all-star I just want to go home. <laughs> this little <is a> <laughs> here.
0: What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? That's right. I'm sorry, Barry, but I can't give it to you tonight. Why can't you give it to me? Because it's going to the fucking king of New York City, Julius motherfucking
2: Randall. What is up, Craig? And yes, what up to the king, Julius Randall? KD, Kyrie, Harden, the fucking Brooklyn Nets.
0: They thought they were going to own this fucking city. No. 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 (laughs) 44 points.
2: The most by a Nick. The most by a Nick since Carmelo, Craig. Five wins in seven motherfucking games. Three in a row, Craig. Three in a fucking
0: row. When's the last time we won three in a fucking row, Barry?
2: Not this season.
0: This is gonna be one of those fucking emotional raw podcasts tonight. There's no fucking plan. The New York motherfucking we Knicks. They did win three wrapped. in a
2: row this season, by the way. But they did. Oh. I just felt like <laughs> well, <so. laughs>
0: I don't even know what's going on. And Jay, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? <laughs> there he is. There he is, Blandy. Give it to us, Blandy! I have to, I
3: have to have balance out, you know, your your energy there so people don't get too frightened by what's going
0: the on. The only here. Nick fan before this season started that didn't want Julius gone. That's true. Here he is! That's true. This is your time. Fucking lay it on us, Blandy. Uh, this is your I, giving you a good fucking you shot know, here. I,
3: listen, I'm the one who said he's the most accomplished player on the team. I'm the one who said, you know, <laughs> forget about Ob starting. You should be the one that's starting. I mean, he's, you know,
0: he's fucking fired up, Blandy. Uh, listen, fired up,
2: Blandy, as usual, bringing the show down like a fucking Alfred Payton <laughs> substitution in the fourth quarter. I did not even know
0: what you were just saying, Blandy, because there's no fucking energy.
3: This is this is about as excited as I'm gonna get. <laughs> uh, he had a big night he's having a big year I mean he better make the freaking all-star team was a huge how, fucking
0: night he, he how excited him. is how excited is Frank after the win tonight give it to us get the fucking French music on okay. give us Frank's reaction after the win okay hold <laughs> on
3: oh, good evening gentlemen you should have seen how wonderful it was in the next locker room That's the end of aren't you quarantining you motherfucker I can still be excited about the game. They zoomed me in. Uh-huh. Yeah, what was going
0: what on in the locker room? Tell us. They
3: zoomed me into the locker room. Everyone was screaming. They were dancing. They were hugging and kissing. It was <laughs> <a> spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yes. Woo. I do not want to give you too many of the details though Because that is for us to know about And for you to only wish you knew
0: about <laughs> The only way we get the fucking energy, Barry
2: That's Is when right. Jay's by being him. someone else When he's being right. someone Other than else than himself
0: <laughs> Alright guys, wherever you listen to the show Remember to leave us a 5 star rating and or positive review The latest review, The Best Knicks Podcast By Shiraj, 1981 Really? These guys are the best. Keep me entertained. Wish they had more, but I'll take what I can get. Thank you. You're welcome. Whatever. We, we do what we can. We do what we can. <laughs> Love the addition of Blandy. Love the addition of Blandy. Yes. Keep it going, guys. It's a has ver- been a very hard next life, but you guys make it a little better. That's right. Because this is the one podcast that we will be there for you in the ups and the downs. And we wear... Our emotions on our sleeves, whether we're up or down, or just never show any emotion at (laughs) all, like fucking Blandy.
2: (laughs) Tell me you bet on this game, Barry. Tell me you bet on this game. This game I did not bet on, but I did bet on their game against the Wizards twice. Twice. By accident.
0: By accident? What do you mean by accident? Was <laughs> oh, this on betonline.ag, Barry, where we do all of our betting?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went on betonline.ag like 10 minutes before tip-off. I was like, the Knicks were off for two days. They're going against Washington. I think they're going to win this fucking game. Uh, they only have to win by three. I bet 100 bucks on the Knicks. And then I was like, you know what? Let me bet on another game. I like Charlotte against Minnesota. Let me bet on that. And it still had my Knicks thing highlighted. So then it asked me, do I want to parlay the two? And I was like, no, I don't want to parlay too. I want to play them straight up. So I hit submit. So there I bet the Knicks again. <laughs> straight. <laughs> so there I had $200 on the Knicks and $100 on Charlotte. Went 3-0. Won $300. All right. It was that easy. Well, if you want to make accidental bets, you can do that.
0: <laughs> At betonline.ag, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can bet on TV, you can bet on sports, reality TV, Whatever you want, and there is the twenty-four hour online casino. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Your online sportsbook experts. I gotta, I gotta tone it down a little bit. Pace yourself. I'm gonna pace myself because that was fucking cr- a crazy opening.
3: Yeah, you're gonna wake up the house, are you? Oh,
0: I think my, you know, I think my son, his, my son sleeps right above me. I feel so bad because that. <laughs> That entire fourth quarter, dude, I was standing screaming like I was at the garden.
2: Oh my god! It's so all you could think about is what the garden would have sounded oh. like that entire fourth quarter. Unbelievable shot after shot that Randall was hitting. The fact that they pulled ahead at the end, the last few minutes, unreal. What a what a what a performance! What a great fucking game! A, a damn near perfectly coached game by Tibbs, I might add. The way he substituted guys in and out and
0: made those decisions was was flawless tonight. Right. I was going to focus tonight, you know, coming into the game. I know, Blandy, you asked asking me, what are we going to talk about on the show? You know, I thought we were going to talk about the devastation of losing Mitchell Robinson for four to six weeks. The Knicks offense since D-Rose came back. How well they've been playing the second unit of Obi, Quickly, and Rose. Because they've been obviously instrumental of late. Guys, they are the worst team in the league offensively. At 103.4 points per game. But since the Rose trade, 10 points higher than that. At 113 points per game.
2: And they continue to be one of the leaders in defense. They are the third best defensive rating in the league yeah. and remain number one in those you know, opposing yes. field goal percentage, three-point percentage points.
0: Listen, the Knicks, they're not going to keep this offense up the pa- that they've had the past few games, but they're considerably better. But enough of that. Let's talk about, as we said, the king of New York, Julius Randle. 44 points, nine rebounds, five assists in 41 minutes. He made
2: the big plays down the stretch, that long three. Unreal. How about when he was falling off to the baseline, that high arcing shot? Oh, yeah, at the end of the that... shot clock. <laughs> oh man. my goodness just... <laughs> gracious.
0: It's like a rainbow.
2: Seven of 13 from three. We, even with all that scoring that he was producing tonight, he still managed to lead the team in assists. I mean, Julius Randle is off the charts fucking good. He has 35,
0: 36 rebounds in the past three games, 90 points. 11 assists and a total of eight turnovers in those three games.
2: He is now averaging 42% from three on the season, Craig, after tonight's performance.
0: His teammates after the game, did you see that interview yeah. where, where quickly, was Pinson, Burks Barrett was there? No, Theo Pinson no was Burks. leading the way. That was it Theo wasn't Pinson. Alex Burks?
2: No, Theo.
0: No, oh, come on. Come on, Jay. It was Pinson with the mask. The other guys didn't have a mask. who said this guy's got to make playing. the all-star team. Pinson, yeah, yeah, Pinson yeah. didn't know what to do because he doesn't get to take a mask off if you don't play. But those guys were saying, yeah, this guy's got to make the all-star team. And they were laughing and smiling. And all's fucking good in Knicks
2: land, guys. Even RJ was smiling like uh, during the game at one point in the fourth quarter. Well, and why he not? Playing. He was three for three from the three-point land. So you got to play. First time he cracked 30-minute mark in five games. Yes, he's been struggling big time. Twenty one points, twenty
0: one points tonight.
2: Yeah, he, he wasn't had... a funk. Those those games where he wasn't getting a lot of playing time, he wasn't a funk for all four of those he's, games. Big he's funk, and he was missing, and he was
0: missing crucial layups, which drives me crazy with RJ. He missed that. The, I don't even remember who it was against after this crazy game, but that ch- chance to tie it or win it at the buzzer. Oh, against Miami. He yeah, yeah. He's been struggling, but he came. He had some clutch threes tonight. Was oh.
3: was he really struggling, or is it just? He wasn't getting the playing time. Was he, he not was getting, getting,
0: he the getting
2: the playing time, time because, because he was struggling,
3: was struggling, or was it the, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the chicken or you know, the egg
2: time? Because, thing? because he was struggling, I think he was struggling, dude. I mean,
3: because he scored twenty eight points combined in the first three games that that Derrick Rose was was there. I mean, you know, and quickly, obviously, was playing better, and Topham was playing better, and then just like RJ was not getting the minutes at all.
2: No, but he was missing shots. Uh, you know, they would normally make. He he didn't it didn't seem like he had it. He was definitely in a funk.
0: Yeah, Emmanuel quickly too is playing pretty well now. Not now, he's been playing well for a while, but since since Rose came back, he's averaging 18 a game in just 21 minutes. Quickly had 16 points and five assists tonight. Yeah, some lethal deep shots again. Again, I mean, the one thing that he's been struggling with lately is his floater. Yeah, yes. he
3: missed a couple of them today.
0: He also just doesn't get that as, as many opportunities. He's not handling the balls much since Derrick Rose is here, which which I'm not a huge fan of.
2: Yeah, but there's such an air of confidence on that second unit now when Derrick Rose is on the floor. And I mean, with all the injuries that he's had and his age, he's still got that step. He's got that quickness. You know, it's amazing his athletic ability um, and what he brings to this team. It's like such a great fit for them, I feel. He is very
0: underrated as a distributor, you know, because like you said, whenever he wants, he can get by his man and get into the lane. But he's so good at finding... The guys for the open threes.
2: Yeah, and the ball, the ball doesn't always stop with him. Like you said, he will facilitate. When Austin Rivers was in there, you know, Austin Rivers, as quick as he was, I feel like the ball would just stop with him because it's like he was looking around, not knowing what to do. Should he take it to the hoop? Should he shoot? Should he pass? And he would just dribble, dribble, dribble the air out of the ball all those times. So I mean, the fact that we have Derrick Rose now. And Austin Rivers has been relegated back to the bench. I mean, it's it's just doing. It, it, it's a great look for this team, and we're seeing it in the results.
0: And by the way, I can't even complain about Alfred Payton
2: right now. No, nor should He you. is he is also playing well
0: <laughs> since Rose came. He's here. kicked
2: up his defense again. You
0: know, back to where it used to be. Oh yeah, that one defensive effort against Wall that he got called for a foul eventually, on, but there was no foul there.
2: Yeah, and you could tell he was getting under Trey Young's
0: skin as well. Yeah, he's get, he's getting 23 minutes a game the past few games, which is down from his numbers, which is probably around where he should be because Derrick Rose has been playing so much. Uh, he's averaging 13 points in those 23 minutes a game, 18 for 35 from the field over the past three games. So, you know, when he's doing what he does defensively, which is why we know Tibbs loves using him, his size, his defense, and then he's scoring at, uh, you know, over 50 percent from the field that's when peyton you don't mind having peyton on this team you know you
3: see he chipped in with seven boards tonight too that
0: was think big was like the
3: second leading rebounder on the team behind randall yeah
0: he, he had, had some know. big ones you're seeing this team co- really come together it is i think it's time to stop looking at the tankathon standings guys and oh, anybody <laughs> any knicks fan hoping for a fucking top five pick this year it's not yeah, happening. that's not gonna happen
3: Unless it all falls apart. We could look at it for Dallas,
0: though. We can look at it for Dallas. That's about it. Listen, I think, I mean, I probably have said this before. (laughs) Over the past several years, we've had some seasons where we started off over the first 20 games or so, and we were doing okay. And then once we're all convinced that, you know, it's it's a special team, it's a special makeup, we all of a sudden lose 10 in a row. And we're back to where we were. Is that going to happen
2: this season?
3: I don't, I don't see that happening with this team.
2: I don't see it happening either, but I also don't see this as a special team. Yes, are they light years above where they have been the last few years? Yes, but it's still not a special team. It's still a team that's going to be hovering around that eighth seed uh, come playoff time. What you have is a team that's working hard, that's following instruction from their coaching staff, which happens to be an elite coaching staff uh, with an elite head coach, might I add. That's what you're seeing. Here's what is here's what's
0: here's what's special Barry. It is not a special team like a top team in the league. What Julius Randle is doing is special. What the coaching staff has done with this crop of players where we didn't really invest any money in any big free agents or do what Atlanta did this off season, right, who's now 11 and 16. And they spent all their money this off season. On guys that the Knicks could have gone after, but they knew it wasn't smart. We held on to our money, right? And now they're 11 and 16. They spent all that money on Gallo, all that money on Bogdanovich, Rajon Rondo. Frazier was even talking about it during the game. They spent all that. I think they're probably capped out now. We've got $15 million left to spend. The Knicks are in great position. we We can add pieces. We, you know, we we haven't gotten that big free agent yet. Imagine we can add a lethal scorer to this team. Imagine in the next offseason, a free agent says, oh, I want to fucking play for that team. Like, we're set up to add to what we're doing now.
2: The other reason why I don't think we're going to drop off is, is take these last two games that they played, you know, against Houston and against Atlanta. Against Houston... Houston battled back after the Knicks were like dominating them. They battled back within five points, somewhere in the third quarter, and the Knicks didn't fold. They they surged ahead, and they ended up blowing them out. This game, the Hawks managed to come back, went up by seven, and the Knicks did not fold. They came back, they pushed through, and they end up closing out this game. This is not luck. This is not, you know, just eking through by the seat of your pants. This is this is you playing smart. This is you playing tough. And this is, again, Thibodeau putting the guys in positions to succeed.
0: Yeah, a big part of it is the coaching staff. A huge part of it. That's the, that's the biggest reason why I don't think it's going to stop because this coaching staff will not let it. Thibodeau will not let it. They were pissed at Obi Toppin in this game at that one moment where, I forget who it was. Was it John Collins or someone shot a three. And he was he had his hand up, he was right there, but he wasn't close enough. Like their attention to detail and their desire to have the team do everything to the best of their ability all the time, I think makes to make a huge difference. Yeah. And you've seen that up.
2: all season long, you've seen that trickle down to every guy in the roster where they take so much pride in their defense now that when a play breaks down or somebody does not follow through on a rotation, you could see the looks on their faces. Um You know, because that's what they're holding their hat on. They know that that is what's keeping them in these games. You know, we said they don't have the offensive power that these other teams have in the league. They're 30th in the league. And yet here they are sitting just below 500 on the backs of their defense. That's what's keeping them in the games. And that's why they know every single possession, they got to be at their best.
3: I I don't know if you guys, did did either of you listen to Randall on the Michael K show today or no?
2: I did not no. get to listen to it. Okay,
3: so he was talking about, you know, they were asking him the difference of having Tibbs there, and he was talking about how the guys want to be coached, that they go there every day looking to learn from him and the coaching staff, and they, you know, they they really have been getting into it. I mean, from what he said, without actually saying it, you could tell that, you know, it was completely different under Fisdale. I mean, he said, like, they're really getting at it at practice, and they're being coached, and they want to be coached. They're asking questions. They're there to learn. It's just a completely different environment from what it was last year.
2: When you have the season like they're having, where you do get off to that big start, and you're this deep into the season now, and you are playing the best ball that you've played, you're going to want to learn more. You're buying in. You know, if, if... if they would have fallen flat on their face out of the gate through this season, it's like, well, you know, do I really want to listen to Tibbs? Do I really want to listen to this coaching staff? What is it doing for us? But when when the proof is there and the proof is in the pudding and you, you're stacking up these wins now, I mean, it's so easy to buy in. and it's so easy to be eager to go to practice day after day and to learn more and to want more. And, and, to get, and now I'm sure they're looking at their record and saying, come on, guys, one more game, we're going to be at 500. And then we're going to just climb and climb and climb, you know. It's exciting. And, and, and the schedule that's in front of them, I'm, I know that they're not going to look too far ahead. You know, Tibbs has said, time after time, they are taking one game at a time. But the schedule they have ahead of them, it looks great for them to do that. These games that are coming up are all winnable games. Imagine a job
0: where you go and your coaches, your bosses are going to make you better every day. They're basically putting money in your pocket. They're helping your career. They're, it's a resource, right? It's, that's what it's supposed to be about. These past coaches weren't bringing anything to the table. But every day you go to practice, every day you work with your team, it's going to benefit you, your career, your team, your family, everything in your fucking life. How much of a difference does that make in their mindset every single day? Your team is no longer like a hindrance to you, right? Your coaching staff is no longer an obstacle. It is a way to improve everything that's going on in your fucking life. It's a complete three hundred and sixty. It's unbelievable.
3: We we talked about how the talent level this year really isn't that far off of last year, correct? Like at the beginning of the season, I mean, correct. I looked. They won their fourteenth game last year in game fifty. This is game twenty-nine. I mean, they're like twenty-one games ahead of where they were last year in terms of their win total. I mean, that's insanity. You know, like did did any of us expect that? No. I mean, how many how many wins were we looking at for the season where we were thinking around like twenty five or something like that? I mean, clearly there's a long way to go, but unless there's a massive collapse, which we said it, it it'd be hard to to imagine one with the way things are going. I mean, you know, because
2: yeah, like you said, I mean, you you compare the Knicks to last year, so it seems so hard to fathom that they're doing this well. And you also compare this roster to the rosters that they're playing against night after night. And you go down the roster and you try to like create these matchups and it's like the Knicks are outmatched, you know, in, um you know, more, more positions than they're not. And yet they're in every game. And now that, you know, five out of the last seven that they're playing above, you know, above their means which is why all, you know, all the credits got to go to uh, Tibbs and his staff. And Julius Randle. And Julius Randle, of course. That's though like, we could say that
0: the, the talent level is the same as it was last year, but it's not. There's one big difference and that Julius Randle's playing out of his fucking mind right? His talent level is 10 times what it was last year. They've obviously got a few minor additions of Emmanuel quickly and Derek Rose now over the past few games. But I mean, the biggest difference has to be Julius and the coaching staff. But I'm sure the coaching staff has had a major impact, especially Kenny Payne, you know, and Tibbs on Julius. Guys, a little sponsor. I don't know if any of you have heard of, but I want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. You guys ever hear that? eBay? What's it called? eBay dude
2: is it like a like a digital um like uh okay uh, that's enough it's one of the
0: biggest fucking companies out there I love eBay All right, whether rare dead stock what is that dead stock this was was written for us what is that dead stock stock that
3: somebody can't move like that a company
0: can't move whether rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker receives an authenticity guarantee tag. That includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 and more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. You want to listen to some fucking voicemails here or what? Yeah, sure. sure. Let's see if everyone's excited. Julius fucking Randall. The Knicks are back. woo did you guys hear that? I yes. did.
3: It was whispered. but It I was heard.
0: whispered. It's nice. Because he doesn't want to wake up his house like me. <laughs> He's not like you. <laughs> it was a little creepy. But the Knicks are back. We
1: are back. Yo, guys. This is your boy, DJ from Germany. Uh, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. I was in the show last time. Uh, <laughs> this was really fun, and I'm loving hearing your your podcast uh, this <laughs> Amazing amazing show. Thank you guys. Yeah, first of all after this game uh, Big big shout out to Julius Randle, our All-Star this year, man This guy was on fire and uh, he definitely deserves to be in All-Star this year And um, I want to apologize to D-Rose last time uh, I was in the show uh, I was thrashing on him. I was wrong. I was wrong and uh, this guy is a great mentor for Quigley and Topin and, and um, maybe he will help us uh, win more games uh, looking forward now. Thank you, guys. It's a hard Knicks life, but maybe no longer. Jay, they say it's choppy, right? The accent, it is.
3: Yes, it is, I'm telling
0: you. <laughs> it just is, <laughs> sorry, DJ.
3: I mean, it's great to hear him, you know, talking about how good they're doing. I mean, because you know we're used to this.
0: The Knicks are socks, and right? So
3: now the Knicks are not socks.
0: They're not socks. Sockless, <laughs> at least actually, no, at least not
3: over the last week or so. They are, they are definitely not socks.
0: I don't know if you saw them playing tonight, but none of them were wearing fucking socks. <laughs> and if we're giving apologies out tonight, I want to apologize to Julius Randle. You should. I think you we all too, need to Barry. apologize to Julius. We need to get on our fucking knees and apologize.
2: I want to apologize also. Uh, to Lauren Holtkamp, what? because I probably called her a bunch of bad names during this game tonight. I, when oh, I that the, the TV female, on. Oh,
0: the female referee?
2: Yes. I saw she's she was refereeing. She's been doing dude,
0: a lot of our games.
2: No? I started the game, I saw her refing, and I turned to my son and I said, This ref right here, she sucks. Before <laughs> the tip off, I said that. And then <laughs> she just proved it throughout the whole fucking game. But I'll apologize to you, Lauren. Just don't ref any more of our fucking game. Sure, she appreciates that. And now everyone knows her name.
1: Hey, what's going on, boys? This is Brandon from Georgia. Listen, I got to say, um, I've been watching that video floating around Twitter for a while about Obi Toppin, man, just kind of chilling off on the sideline, waiting for the ball, practically begging, pass him the fucking ball, man! Oh, my God. I mean, it, it got a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. After the Rockets game, you know, you got a little bit more of a, you got a little bit more inclusive with the play, and, and you know, you see quickly looking for a little but Damn, man. Like, this dude is a high lottery pick. Why the fuck is he just sitting off on the sideline? Anyways, love the pod. That's just one thing I wanted to rant about. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are, but, god damn. Like, fucking Obie.
0: All right. We've definitely talked about that, right?
2: Yeah, one thing we didn't talk about, though, was when the Knicks were up by like 18 points and OB just came in the fourth quarter at the start of the fourth and about fucking five minutes in or four minutes in, fucking Tibbs pulled him for Randall, even though they were up 18 I know, in that the... game. He put we him back in when there was like tonight. three or four minutes to go in the game, but he should have just left him in the fucking fourth quarter. That, that was crazy to me. But I fucking called it that it was going to happen.
0: How about how about against Houston I think it was when Knox was in. Oh yeah. That, that alley-oop was toss
2: oh, to Obi. That, oh, that, was that was the was one-hander, gorgeous. right?
0: Yes, yeah, that, that was an,
2: that was amazing. amazing. Knox top and toppin put on a nice couple of minutes there. at The end of D that. D Rose game. against Atlanta almost had Obi
0: for that one nice pass. That was just a little off the mark. I'm excited to see what D Rose can do with Obi because he definitely looks for everyone is way more creative with his passing than
2: than Alfred, than quickly than anyone else on that team.
3: But then he's yeah. in tonight for ten minutes, and his t- the only shot he hit was a three again with the three.
2: Right, he almost hit that other one where he went around the back at the. Uh... At the last second, but it was too late.
0: Well, he was in. He was in in, the, in that fourth quarter, but you know, Thibodeau wanted that game, and it was tight. And Julius and everyone came back way earlier than normal. I think they came back with like yeah, yeah. nine minutes left in the fourth quarter to play yeah, no, the that's rest fine. of the game.
2: Yeah, now in a game like that. this, yeah.
0: When we went down by seven in that fourth, I think it was. I thought this was another one of those games that we were, we just, you know, we couldn't make it over the hump. To oh, get that, it would have hurt so to much to get another win. It would have killed. And then we're another little slump. We'll lose a couple of games. We'll come back. Getting this win was enormous.
2: This win tasted so good, especially after blowing out Washington and Houston, having a nail biter like this to the end, and you know, winning the way that they did. Oh, yeah. Now this was this was big time, bro. All
0: right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, presented by Blandy's favorite Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They are changing the crumb cake game. Blandy, since this is your segment, why don't you tell us a little bit about Clarkson Avenue and why they are your go-to crumb cake?
3: You've got the moist cake. And then it doesn't matter what kind of a crumb it ha- they're using, whether it's the Oreo crumb, whether it's you know an apple crumb. I mean, the crumbs are spectacular. I like the crumbs more than the cake, but it doesn't matter what they're coming up with. They're doing an incredible, an incredible job. They're always on point.
0: Yeah. Well, from holiday gift boxes to their world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksNavCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order.
3: My wife, actually, she was like, you should get the, the crumb cake of the, like, of the month thing. She's been encouraging me to do it. So
0: Nice.
2: Go for it. Dad. As if you, you needed that light. encouragement. <laughs> so you, you got to go do that. But
0: <laughs> She's like, you really like their stuff. Do they do that? You should do that. <laughs> if Jay does that, he's going to be a crumb cake of the month member for the rest of his fucking life. <laughs> I know. It. <laughs> it will never end. All right. Take it away, Blandy.
3: All right. Uh, tonight's game. Between the uh, Pistons and Spurs, I don't know if you saw, it had to be canceled or postponed for uh, health and protocols, uh, health and safety protocols. Somebody on the Spurs, I think somebody with the traveling party or somebody with the team, not not one of the players. Uh, so it's the first game that's been postponed in, in a little bit of time. You know, they've we talked about how the last couple of testings, they've only had one person come back positive. Uh, and they're on our schedule
2: four days from now on Saturday. So, who, yeah. the, see who? what is happens. This first?
3: So oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. A lot of trade talk out there now. You know, of course, there's you know names like Beal and and Aladepo and stuff like that. But I don't know if you saw it today, the Calves said that they're going to be sitting Andre Drummond until they can move him, and um, which people were expecting. But then I don't know if you heard. Also, the Pistons are sitting Blake Griffin. He's uh, asked for them to to find him a new home, and so. He's going to be sitting until they can find a spot for him also. Uh Anthony Davis, there was some concern that maybe ruptured his Achilles. Uh he was having problems with his Achilles again. No, it's just some tendonitis. He's out like two to three weeks with a calf strain, which obviously puts a lot of pressure on uh on LeBron.
0: One of those two guys will be going to the Lakers, guaranteed. You think? Yeah.
3: Uh, you know, there's the idea that he could be traded, Drummond, or or He's he's a big possibility out. for a buyout too. So and then we'll see. I know the Nets have a lot of interest in him. Also, yeah, I've definitely yeah, sort heard of the, the
2: Lakers. rumors about Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you got a better shot out. at that happening than um, than the L.A. at least for Drummond. I've been hearing Blake Griffin to the to the Lakers. I could see that really? more. Yeah, I mean Anthony Davis is uh, as we're already starting. this well, as we're already start seeing this season, he's not the most durable. Player speaking of own.
3: Blake Griffin, did you know? I don't think Blake Griffin I heard this on the radio today that Blake Griffin has not dunked in a game in like more than a year. Uh, speaking of the Nets, have you heard this weird conversation where Kyrie said to uh, James Harden, by the way, from now on, you're, you're the point guard, I'm the shooting guard.
0: No, you didn't here. hear about this? Do you have it? Uh,
3: no, 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 I there's oh. Ky- Kyrie. I don't have audio of it, but Ky- Kyrie said the other day that he just went up to Harden over the weekend and was like, you're the point guard now, I'm the shooting guard.
0: Kyrie said this, he said, he explained this to everyone in like a press conference? I, I
3: don't I don't remember where exactly it was. But yeah, he, he I guess he just decided. So it shows you how much uh, control Steve Nash has over the team. But then Harden <laughs> went out and I think got like 16 assists that first game where he was the point guard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a mess over there. Uh, second half of the season is going to start March 10th. It was supposed to start March 11th. Now it's going to start on the 10th.
2: Wow. That's a great piece of news. When does that schedule come out?
3: <laughs> when does it, you mean what the, the actual schedule that I yeah, don't yeah. know. Um, I don't know why. I mean, the all-star game is on the 7th. So that's what, that's like a Tuesday night. Now it's supposed to start. It's supposed to come back on that Wednesday. I'm assuming it's probably because they have a lot of games they have to make up.
0: They changed the start of the second half of the season by one day. Yeah. Mm.
3: Uh, Mavs. Mavs record stands at 13 and 15.
0: <laughs> at so, what is it at?
3: 13 and 15.
0: How about, did you see that clip of Porzingis getting- uh,
3: Yeah, by Carmelo?
0: No, by Zion. Oh, schooled I thought by you were Zion. talking about the
3: one where Porzingis got locked up by Carmelo. Did you see oh, that?
0: Oh, what happened there?
3: Yeah, he, he went right, at, like Carmelo would not, I don't know if it goes back to the Knicks days or what, but- in the Blazers-Mavs game the other day, he just he got all tied up by Carmelo. I mean, and oh. when does Carmelo ever play defense?
0: It never gets old. Watching poor Zingas fuck up is as good as Ian Begley choking.
3: <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm trying during... to,
0: Jay, I'm trying to give you your one opportunity to get a fucking drop-in in this oh, show. sorry.
3: Wait.
0: Of course. <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> I
3: was listening intently during the post-game tonight, but he, he got his question out without any issue. Which just disappointing. Last thing, just really quickly. I don't know if you saw this. uh, Michael Jordan is donating $10 million to open up two new medical clinics in his hometown of Wilmington, North Carolina, which he expects to be open in 2022. And that's the way the basketball
0: bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can email us. It's a HardNicksLife at gmail.com. You can follow me at HardNicksLife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us,
2: as always, at 516-33-MESH-1. I'm sure there's going to be nothing but positive fucking voicemails for the next, I don't know, what? Two, three, four days until something happens. No. Get some We're voicemails ex- in there and just go ballistic
0: like we did at the top of the show. That's what I want to hear. Just chaos. Ralph, I want to hear you <laughs> going fucking nuts about these Knicks.
3: Ralph sounds that he sounds like he could be as excited as I am.
0: He can challenge you. Yeah. For the least excited Knicks fan we've ever heard. Remember, if you like our show, please leave us some positive reviews and five-star ratings. You can buy our merch at hardknickslife.threadless.com. Jay, give us the schedule for the next week.
3: Here we go. We have uh, Wednesday at Orlando and then Saturday home versus the Spurs. That's it for the rest of the week. Sunday? But we do that Ah! Saturday-Sunday thing again, at home versus the Spurs, and then at home on Sunday versus uh, the, the Wolves.
0: Barry, by the way, is so fucking jealous.
3: What? Of Jay I get to getting schedule? to read
0: the schedule I noticed after the show last week That you were You were giving him a hard time Because I asked for th- like The next four games or something And then Jay gave the I next gave like six, an extra
2: And then Barry was criticizing you yeah. and you asked him The games that are coming up And he was going to stop at Saturday Meanwhile they have a back to back Saturday and yeah. Sunday He and almost here didn't tonight, say that
0: He's like what about Sunday Barry's like what about Sunday I thought about Barry The way it's been going the past week With the schedule Giving it back to you
2: tonight Give him one more chance then.
0: Now week. I don't know what to do because you're getting way, you're getting way too jealous about this.
2: Barry, well, you're boring.
0: And y'all don't see it, but while Jay is reading the schedule, Barry's Nick schedule is to his left, and he's literally, <laughs> he's got his nose right up against it, studying it
2: while yeah, Jay's I'm reading the schedule. Up. Are you
3: waiting for me to screw up so you yeah. can, like, uh, watching, on
2: it? Dude, I'm watching intently <laughs> to make sure you got the fucking, is it home, is it away, that you get the day right.
3: Yeah, and then, because then if I get it wrong... You blew it! It'd be all over me.
2: (laughs) That's right.
0: All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard... NYX Life.